name is Ben Brewer, and we are recording this podcast at PwC's Global Transfer Pricing Conference in Toronto. I'm joined by Mohamed Sadok, PwC's Middle East Transfer Pricing Leader and a partner based in the Dubai office, who will be sharing his insights on the latest tax and transfer pricing trends and developments in the Middle East. Mohamed, what would you say are the key regional tax trends in the Middle East? Well, uh, it's great to be here, so thank you for inviting me to do this interview. Um, I think we're seeing a lot of changes in the Middle East with regards to tax, uh, and it's really unprecedented. Uh, so, for example, uh, for the first time ever, the GCC, the Gulf Cooperation Council countries, which comprises countries such as Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, uh, Oman, United Arab Emirates, and so on, these countries, for the first time in their history, are introducing uh, value-added tax regimes. Uh, this will come into effect from the 1st of January uh, 2018 for some countries, with the rest of the countries that haven't adopted it by that time, they'll bring that in uh, 1st of January 2019. So this is really unprecedented in the region. Um, tax is being taken more seriously, and as well as the VAT regime, which is going to be a massive change, uh, there's been other changes. So for example, uh, corporate income tax rates in certain countries have changed. Uh, for example, in Kuwait, we've seen that recently where there's been some, some, some increases. Um, we're seeing changes in countries like Egypt outside the, the GCC, not only in regards to VAT, but also in terms of, again, corporate income tax uh, law changes, same as uh, Oman. So there is a, a trend where what we're seeing is uh, greater legislative changes, we're seeing greater investment by tax authorities in terms of actually beefing up their teams, uh, greater investment in resources, digital, so to go back to what I was saying about VAT, uh, we have a very strong indication that the filings are all going to be electronic, and you know, I think that, that the, these sort of types of changes in the last 50 years are really unprecedented in the Middle East, um, so yeah, it's very, uh, very exciting, uh, changeable times. Oh, that's, that's interesting, and, and what, what would you say are the drivers behind those trends that you've just mentioned? Well, I think uh, one of the big geopolitical megatrends uh, is undoubtedly the oil price pressure. So GCC countries, as you know, uh, a big uh, proportion of those, such as Saudi Arabia, are massive oil producers. And recently we've seen some significant downward pressure on the oil price, although very recently, uh, as of uh, today's date, which I think um, uh, today's date is the, what, the, uh, the 20th of October, yeah. uh, we've seen some but still, from highs of $120, $130 per barrel, now we're at 50 This has put significant budgetary pressure on a number of these oil-producing nations. And they're looking at other alternative sources of revenue. And taxation is a key part of their strategy. So clearly, that has driven uh, the impetus. But also, I think the other uh, important aspects relate to international wider changes, such as BEPS. Uh, and uh, we've seen a number of tax authorities look at that very seriously as well. So uh, these these mega trends are clearly having an impact in the Middle East as well. Yeah, I want to follow up with you on what you just mentioned about BEPS. You said some tax authorities are taking it seriously. Can you give an overview of, of what what the tax authorities in general are, are pursuing with respect to BEPS? Sure, let me give two examples. I mean, one of the, the biggest countries by GDP 
size uh, and also by investment, of course, in Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is a bit of a lead mate in the region. Uh, now, Saudi, as well as adopting VAT, we know for a fact that in the last couple of years have drafted a transfer pricing manual that we were going to publish about a year ago. They haven't published it. The reason why they haven't published it is because they're taking a very keen interest in relation to how BEPS should impact that transfer pricing manual, how it should impact their wider tax legislative framework. Um, we have that first hand from the Department of Zakat and Income Tax with the Saudi Tax Authority. And, you know, this is really a fundamental you know, impact in terms of their thinking. So things like country-by-country country reporting, how the, does that come into their framework? How does that impact their transfer pricing manual? Uh, how, how should their legislation around PEs be developed given action item number seven? All these questions are being asked. Um, another, another good example outside of GCC is Egypt. Now Egypt already has a fairly sophisticated tax legislative framework and one of the most sophisticated legislative frameworks in the Middle East. And so Egypt is also, because it follows the OECD, is taking a keen interest in terms of their update to their transfer pricing rules. And we know that a project has been initiated to take account of BEPS. So these are just two very, very good examples about how you know BEPS is being taken into account in the region. No, it's interesting. Are there you know other significant transfer pricing developments you want to touch upon? Well, I, I think what I'm seeing a lot in terms of what my clients are concerned about is the impact of BEPS in terms of their operations. I have two types of clients, uh, what I call global inbound, so those headquartered outside of the Middle East. They, those types of clients are very interested in the legislative developments that I've mentioned in this interview. They're interested in terms of how the rules will impact them. And then my other big tier clients are the ones headquartered in the Middle East. They want to understand how they can really reflect the substance in their business to their tax strategy and how they can frankly take advantage of that substance. So for example, many of my clients are headquartered in places like Dubai. And as, as people know, Dubai is a zero tax environment. They have significant substance there, but they don't want to overpay tax in locations outside the Middle East where the tax framework is much more uh, you know, costly. So these are really the, the types of issues that my clients are really concerned with. That's interesting. What's your prognosis over the next five years for the region? I think we're in a new geopolitical environment. <clears throat> I think that, as I mentioned, the oil price is a, is a real game changer. I think the development of shale technology now and the oil price, according to the experts, is a game changer. And I think those oil producing nations in the Middle East you know, have woken up to that and are really looking at their tax frameworks and diversification of their revenue. But I think tax is going to be a very hot item on most of those governments' agendas. Obviously, you have volatility in the region uh, you know, through, through regional conflicts uh, as well, which creates volatility in business. So businesses are operating around the re region need to manage the volatility from the geopolitical factors. Tax is a very, very key, important consideration in relation to that. In the short term, clearly indirect tax, VAT, those types of developments that I mentioned in this interview are going to have a profound impact. But undoubtedly, from the introduction of VAT, uh, issues like transfer pricing, how to treat cross-border flows, how that interacts with customs, how that interacts with VAT, how that impacts uh, the transfer pricing policy framework that multinationals have, all those issues will come to the 
fore and are already coming into the fore for a number of my clients. So watch this space. Thank you for those insights. It's very interesting. I want to thank all of those who have listened to the podcast. And anybody interested in further information, please reach out to Mohammed, whose contact information is in the description of this podcast episode. Thank you.